0: Hi, and welcome back to the Voice of Healthcare, episode eight for December 2017. I'm thrilled to be joined once again by my co host, Dr. Matt Sibolsky. Matt, say hello. Hello,
1: everyone. Good to be back, Bradley. Always happy to be here talking about voice language tech and what's happening.
0: Matt, thank you for joining me. This is uh, uh, this is a pleasure, uh, a lot of fun. Our guest on the show today, Omri Yafi. Am I pronouncing that right? That's correct, sir. How are you guys? Doing great, Omri. Share with us a little bit. You've got a fascinating background. Uh, let's just start here. Um, share with us a little bit about your background, and lead us up to (coughs) um, Lifebeam and rolling out V, the AI-based
2: personal trainer. Sure thing. So first of all, pleasure to be with you guys. Uh, And pretty, uh, for us, uh, refreshing and inspiring to see uh, a new force that is pushing voice-first products. So well done. Uh, In a few words, uh, my name is Omri, born in Israel uh, and in the US for the last few years started as a pilot in the Israeli Air Force and became uh, an entrepreneur. And Lifebeam in an actual started from delivering life-saving products for pilots and astronauts, basically measuring their uh, body metrics and delivering them voice and visual alerts to get them out of uh, risky situations. And V, which is the product that we're going to speak on today, is basically a new chapter that is using this core technology, uh, using voice and machine intelligence for the consumer domain, basically democratizing personal fitness and giving people the ability to know their body better and to get their personal goals if it's about losing weight, running their first 5K or doing a mindfulness session.
0: Very cool. I've had the chance to get hands-on with V, the world's first AI personal trainer, which is the flagship product of Omri's company, Lifebeam. And I can tell you, it is a lot of fun. Um, And it's, it's such a glimpse into the future. Um, It's hard for me to describe what it looks like. It's essentially a set of earphones connected to a neck piece is how I would phrase it. That goes around your neck, the earbuds, uh, the earphones are attached to it and you put them in your ear and this uh, headwear is then connected via Bluetooth to your smartphone, uh, which has downloaded an app uh, that Lifebeam has provided. And through this set of equipment, uh, you can uh, monitor your heartbeat and you can have a V in your ear, um, challenging you to increase the cadence of your your steps and um, giving you real time uh, information with your voice, you know, asking, what is my heartbeat? You know, and having the ability to use your voice to get health information uh, in real time. Amri, am I describing that right, or am I leaving something out? No, absolutely.
2: In in very short, it's an AI trainer for your body and mind. Her name is V, and she lives within a neckband premium earphones, which signed by Harman Cardon, very similar to uh, the regular uh, Beats or uh, Bose or LG neckbands that you guys know uh, from other consumer products with the one huge difference, she's used different sensors and your voice-based experience to basically communicate with you as a humanized personal trainer towards your goal.
0: Perfect. And yeah, the thing is such a pleasure. It's packaged really, really well. Uh, When you open it up, um, it's very intuitive what to do with it. There's some customization in terms of uh, how the, the different uh, ear cushions, uh, there's different uh, little cushions that you can put in depending on the size of your ear. So you get it sized right. And uh, then it's off and running. Uh, it's a real pleasure. And, um, and like I said, the biggest joy of it for me, um, aside from just the immediate practicality, was just how much of a sign of things to come uh that it really is so uh hats off to you omri and your team uh the product i believe retails for 250 dollars.
2: is that right that's correct being retailed on dot com and and amazon mainly and running out into some other uh, great channels very soon
0: for people listening to the podcast i encourage you to google v personal trainer and take a look at what this thing looks like it's very interesting Omri, share with me um, the process that you and your team walked through in designing this piece of hardware
2: and how it ended up looking and feeling the way that it looks and feels. It's critical to understand why we do what we do. And, And our mission and our passion is basically democratizing personal fitness and health. In other words, how can we literally download human intelligence and human mimics into a technology play that will eventually? not be another cool tech product but uh, will enable people all around the world to get better fitness and better health using voice uh, into their ear practically speaking we are very experienced with uh, what we call hearables form factors we are our core ip started from measuring biosensing from the inner ear uh, heart rate heart rate variability oxygenation motion and more and voice and machine intelligence, or AI—a uh, little bit of uh, an abused word these uh, these days—was uh, start were starting to emerge about two years ago, and we saw a huge opportunity to basically use our core tech and build our own uh, full-stack technology that can take human knowledge and get it into an earphones product. What we did is basically two main efforts on the hardware level. We created a a consumer-level product, and when we say democratizing, it means we didn't want to force people to use new form factors. So people like earphones, people need them to speak over the phone and hear music, and we ask ourselves how can we get V to live within a very common functional and beneficial form factor, such as the earphones that you're holding in your hands. We partnered with Harman Kardon, so on the voice level you will get a great practical, beneficial experience, and added the biometrics and voice recognition sensors that we have developed into the earphone itself, number one. Number two is we have created a persona. Uh, We took the world's best personal trainers, nutrition experts, and sleep experts, basically recorded them over a year, and downloaded their human mimics and the human practices on how to get people in shape, if it's about losing weight or running your first 5K. And then what we did, we created a full humanized voice, uh, basically a whole set of logics that after uh, V will ask you a few questions from how to say your name to what are your goals, uh, she will start being much more adaptive and much more personalized. And I will only welcome you to maybe use some audio files for our audience over the podcast because... And maybe people can just go to getv.com and, and hear it. It's a very different um, audio experience than a regular TTS text to speech robotic voice.
0: It intrigues me how all of us are on this frontier together and we're all learning new insights and best practices as far as voice-first development and voice technology are concerned. And... My my question for you, Amri, is when you put the prototype of the product together and you shift it into the testing and the, the testing phase, share with me a little bit about how you guys tested the product and, and what how you constructed focus groups and what you were looking for um, out of focus groups, or if you did any of that at all, or if you just sort of tested it on a very limited basis. How did you get comfortable uh, moving out of the prototype stage into saying, okay, we're going to ride with this as our final version
2: of the product? Sure. So first of all, we like to fail fast. I think as uh, every uh, tech or creative team out there, we're trying to have a very lean, aggressive testing methodology to make sure that we're learning fast and obviously know that we don't know everything uh, and trying to test and iterate with actual users uh, uh, on the fly uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, Practically speaking, what we did is the following. We went for Kickstarter about a year ago for exactly the person that you just mentioned. We felt that there are enough passionate, committed people out there that are interested not about just backing another product, but about testing and giving their insights throughout the development process. Uh, V was Kickstarter's most funded fitness wearable ever uh, back in uh, Q4 2016. And a minute after we uh, finished uh, a crowdfunding project, we then established a very uh, transparent and very committed group of beta testers that helped us to go through this process from surveys to more gated voice experiences, to just the actual form factor itself. Until today, we have a great group of ambassadors that are telling us what we're doing wrong and where we can be better. Uh, And and you're asking, I think, the most important question because no one did this before. And lots of things that we thought we knew we didn't, including, by the way, specific targeted audiences and and different types of areas that are less on the tech level and more about messaging and, and content. Uh, so this is absolutely one of our key growth factors to to keep engaging with our beta testers uh, uh, on an ongoing basis.
1: Yeah. I'm really curious uh, to to go more down into the behavioral uh, modifications that are built into this tool. Could you talk, I mean, I like to work out. I, I, I hire trainers regularly. I travel a lot for work and I'll even hire them in various cities I'm in, but something like this would be fantastic, right? So like I could, Uh, sensibly use this instead of you know going to a gym signing up monthly memberships but it would keep me motivated keep track of what i'm doing uh, give me workout sets could you give us a little bit of detail about you know what is some of the behavioral modification tools that are built into this and how does it influence the um the fitness uh person into getting into shape or maintaining shape et cetera?
2: so i think there are two main pillars over here the first one is humanity which i will know the 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 human level and emotional level aspect and the second is context on the human level it sounds a bit creepy but it's absolutely not it's something that is very natural for most users didn't like and we started with tts voices we started with fully robotic voices about a year ago and we found out that on the behavioral level it's not resonates with with many types of people and they're still looking for the full emotional funny surprising imperfect voice level to move their body and minds. and when i'm saying move it's not only move them physically but also move them emotionally and on the motivational aspect so we invested tons of time and money in making sure that we are hitting this goal of opening the emotional range and the imperfection level of these voice and this personality and and after we did it we saw a very solid improvement in people's ability to engage with a product uh, week over week, number one. Number two is context. Think about dating with someone, okay? Don't think about technology. And think about building relationship and trust. How can you find the right context points without bluffing, without being dishonest to show that you're truly listening? And basically what we're doing with V is we're gathering the right data points and the right uh, touch points with the user to show her over time that we know the user it can be about what we did last time it can be about how to say your name in the best way possible it can be about the weather or what happened in the news yesterday and it can be about uh, you know funny things that are related to your personal goal this shows you that she listens and aware over time and by being human and being aware Those type of things are the two key aspects that help us to engage with our targeted uh, users in the best way possible.
1: Yeah, that's excellent. So if I was to uh, buy a pair of these and utilize it, uh, let's say that I'm interested in um, high-impact interval training, uh, what would be the experience that I might have as a new consumer, a new user of uh, V? How would it happen?
2: So basically, you're buying just a good pair of uh, earphones that you can speak over the phone or listen to music on your morning commutes or in office. Uh, but once you unbox it, V will introduce herself and she will quickly ask you a few questions from how to say your personal name to what are your goals. Uh, and to if She can connect to your health key, to your Spotify, to the weather around you and so forth. And after around five minutes, you should be good to go for your first session. V will then take about two hours to get to know you, if it's uh, during a a run or walk session. Uh, And after those two hours, she will uh, let you know that you guys are good to go to start training in a more personalized way. Um, She will uh, reach out over email. And after getting some workout data, she will suggest a training plan. And she will ask you if you would like to schedule it over your calendar. Um, And to your question, now she will start using more specific uh, features, such as, for example, step to the beat. So she uses voice and audio instead of a screen to step you into the right beat, into the right pace to burn more fat or to achieve your personal record uh, and so on. Intervals are still out of the current feature set. We just released a near-term roadmap and it's going to kick in by January this year. So in six weeks from today, all of the Type of experience you can expect is a hands-free one, meaning you don't need to look at any screen. You can get uh, ask V for your heart rate, and she will answer. You can answer questions that she asks you, and she will use music and, and beat, as mentioned, in order to pace you and in order to get you towards your goal.
1: This really, that all sounds really exciting to me. I love the idea that it integrates into a calendar that it can connect to my Spotify, You and tell me the weather where I'm at. So, as I'm smiling, saying all this, you know, it's something that um, shows like this really unique convergence of many technologies into one personalized tool. Um, So, I'm actually excited to try it. But I would like to ask you a question What's your personal favorite tool in using this? And what is it about using this tool that motivates you more, or similarly to another person that might be next to you in the gym, putting their hand on your shoulder and saying, keep on going today's your day don't give up
2: so you know maybe surprisingly i'm not a crazy you know fitness addict i'm not a marathon runner or a triathlete this
1: surprises maybe. me this surprises me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no no I, i'm actually i'm absolutely not uh, and i use v just you know just to get a just to not to be bored and to laugh a bit and to get some a basic fitness education and less about uh being you know uh, uh Uh, the next Superman, absolutely not. And I think this is also where our passion is. We're not trying to to make people uh, superhumans and to overperform towards their next uh, 20K kilometer. We know that people's main barrier is motivation and uh, psychology. And what we're trying to do here is that we're just trying to give you, let's call it a fitness companion and less of a fitness expert, she knows lots of fitness IQ, but again, where I'm using it is, is just to track my body, to get my heart rate, get my pace right towards my goal, and just to have a nice companion with me, not to be bored when I'm running in, in Manhattan, and another uh, you know, 5 to 10K run a few times a week.
0: Sure. So as you look at what's going on with the mainstream voice assistants, Alexa, Google Home, Siri and even other ones like, you know, Bixby, you know, which is Samsung's or, you know, Cortana. Um, With your experience creating a product, you know, like V, what is it that is going on with these big voice assistants that gets you the most excited? And whether it has a potential tie-in with V down the road or not, what, what are some things that you've seen that gets you the most excited? And then maybe share with us, Um, something that the bigger companies have done with their voice assistants that you don't like? So I would say the
2: first amazing thing uh, and good thing is scale. Obviously, uh, all the names that you've mentioned that we're testing on a daily basis are great tools that can help us scale and basically connect the dots between the different voice assistants and, and voice partners in our lives. In other words, I see a future exactly like your human uh, and, uh, and present uh, uh, level uh, world you have, exactly as you have your personal assistant or other people and service providers that are helping you. And sometimes you would like them to communicate with each other. Same goes for uh, voice assistants out there. And, and we see a future that, uh, you know, Siri or Alexa or Google call V to take care of your body and mind tasks and then doing it in a very organic way and a fluent way throughout your different IOT audio devices. And they absolutely allow us a much broader functionalities and, and content services that by basic voice commands, you can get them very fast. So scale and partnerships is something that I see as a great say, growth factor uh, that those players are doing very well. I think the missing parts, and it's not that they're doing it bad, the opposite, all of them are pushing very hard towards it, is the human aspects and i think people are still they're not afraid but they're still not you know fully engaged on the emotional and consumer level uh, with the regular robotic voices outer you if you look at attempts like you know take deep mind for example that you guys know very well did a great progress lately presented a demo of uh, a more humanized voice we still don't see the level of Emotional range of, again, when I'm saying imperfection, you want your voice companion. In our case, it's a body and mind partner. You know, sometimes to take a breath or to, to you know, to laugh and to do things that are not necessarily on, only uh, uh, technical. Um, and this is where we see the gap. We decided to deliver our own uh, full stack voice to deliver this level of experience. But if uh, one of the big guys will be able to give us better tools together, we will absolutely partner them. Unfortunately, we didn't see it yet. And, and uh, it's a constraint for a small startup like ours, but it paid off from an engagement level. And I'm really looking forward for those guys to, to help us to, to get to this uh, next level of uh, voice experience.
1: I'm impressed with the entree into the fitness world using this AI voice tool. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to seeing it grow um, from this hard work you've put into it. And I'm, I'm really impressed with the outcome so far.
0: Omri, congratulations on all of your work uh, and your team's work. So for people who have listened to this podcast, who want to get more information, we're going to include links to purchase the product uh, in the show notes as well as uh, on the web on Voice First FM. But uh, for people who want to get in touch with you and perhaps your team, what's the best way to
2: do that? Super simple. My personal email, uh, omri at life-beam, it's L-I-F-E-B-E-A-M.com, omri at lifebeam.com, uh, or you can contact us uh, through getvi.com. And we are uh, very passionate and very excited to join with any forces out there that believe that uh, Voice First uh, has the potential that we think it has Uh, So, uh, uh, look forward to hear from you guys and any partners or people that would like to take part in our journey. uh, Go for it. We're here to listen. Omri,
0: thank you for sharing your time, your experience, and your expertise with us today. It's greatly appreciated. Same here, guys. For the Voice of Healthcare, thank you for listening, and until next time.